Welcome back to the Dream Stream. I am your host, Yiska Cook. Said this already in the beginning, but with my dear dream sister, Ellen Ronis. And this is why we never connected or hooked up because, well, it was a misunderstanding, no fault of Ellen's own. And then she was at pottery class. So I'm just assuming that's the most recent thing you've made. It is one of the most recent things that has been made. Yes. And I love it. It's kind of a new color combination for me. Yeah. Well, it's hard to tell the color, you know, being on the computer. Is it like a dusty, midnighty blue? No, it's kind of, oh, really? Oh, that's interesting. It looks blue. It's kind gray. of a, a yellowy, uh, goldish. Yes, yellow. I, I do see that. And this is like, it, it, it's kind of a gray, like a okay. greenish gray. It looks sky-like. I like, yeah, yeah, right, like a sunset and sun, yeah, really so beautiful. Thank you, (laughs) thank you for indulging that. (laughs) Yeah, my my other hobby. Wonderful. So, Ellen, would you say more than a hobby? (laughs) More than oh, okay, wonderful, good. So, Ellen and I had been talking previous to this um, about we're both on wild dream journeys right now I've just been dreaming a lot which is wonderful thank thank you universe um it seems like you may also be dreaming a lot so I was thinking I was gonna start because we talk about um that dogs is a big theme for us at the dream stream to talk about I had that written in the description I wanted to tell two snippets of my first dog, Redwood Forest is her full name. <laughs> we called her Redwood. She's um, she is beautiful. I used to live in Nederland, Colorado, up in the mountains, and I was going for a job, uh, um, uh, whatever a job. I wanted to get a job at the Stagecoach Inn, and then I was on my way walking back to where I lived at the time on Caribou Road, and I saw a sign for free puppies. And um, the mother, just this gorgeous, uh, full-bred border collie. And then the father was just some stray mountain dog (laughs) who came upon her in her time of heat. So, but Redwood. And so my Redwood is like your Seamus, Ellen. We talked about it, both having like a, um, a shepherding dog mixed with some chow. Mm-hmm. Redwood had the little purple spots on her oh, tongue. That's right, I forgot, yeah. But right. I don't know that you ever met Redwood. No, I never did. Only I had to- her, you, know, you knew Toby. Toby, I knew, yeah. I love also. Yeah. Redwood was my first dog. I, I had lots of cats, I even had hamsters growing up. I had lots of fish, <laughs> but we never had a dog. And so when I was 20, and again, living in Colorado, and I saw the sign for free puppies, I, um, I, I was just blown away. And one of the little puppies escaped from, I should have known then, <laughs> that this, this would become an escape artist that she is, well, she was, and, um, and ran outside the fence and like, like came and she, I feel like she chose me, you know, sat on my lap and uh, that's so funny. I didn't remember that she had escaped her original enclosure as a puppy because that was the big thing about her. She could 
escape any situation. I think I've talked about that on the dream stream. So, uh, so I had, now the more recent dream, two nights or last night, I dreamed that Redwood was here and she was like snuggling with a teddy bear that my mom got me when I was at sleepaway camp at age 10. It was like a bit scruffy there, who I still have. And I gave to Phelan when he was little and then I gave to Lev when he was little. And um, so Redwood was snuggling with scruffy bear in my dream. But then I thought, oh, is it my big black cat Puma? Because <laughs> I don't know, dreams can be a little murky that way. And um, that was the second. Oh, and I was calling to my sister, bring your camera, because I'm using my son's camera right now, his phone, bring your camera. I really want to take a picture of the cuteness of Redwood snuggling with Scruffy Bear. So all of that brings me back to my youth, you know, not my youth youth, but like younger years. And um, then the second dream I had had, which came prior to that one, I dreamed that Redwood was, she was like in between like a, a mattress and then the, what do you call the mattress under the mattress? The bed frame? But not the frame, but there's oh, like a, yeah. like a springboard or something. What do you call it? Box spring. Box spring. She yeah. was, she was, she stuck her head out in between the mattress and the box spring. She wasn't getting smushed or anything, but I was like, oh my gosh, you're here. I wish I had known. I was also feeling that. And then, um, and then we just, she came out and she was, you know, animals will come nose to nose up to you as a, as a greeting. She mm -hmm. came nose to nose to me and she kept like, and now this is more of a cat thing than a dog thing, but she kept rubbing up against me, my leg, my arm, as, as the kitties do come in the kitchen and they're like mm -hmm. doing their little sensual thing. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was just wanting to share that because we talk about dogs in our description of the dream stream. And yeah. Ellen, you were saying something about a dream about Seamus. Yeah, um, so this is interesting. I mean, I, it's kind of an unusual thing to share because it's not my dream, but my housemate shared with me a dream that he had about Seamus. Um, and the dream was that he was, there's a sort of a, um, I don't know what you got covered of some sort in the kitchen okay. and that's in, in, in waking life in real life there's a cupboard okay. there and it and and it does have sort of objects of some little um spiritual things but also candles and pictures and things and yeah. in his dream he was laying down a black um cloth across the tabletop the cupboard top okay. and then candle in the center and he didn't actually see Seamus but he knew that it was for Seamus and this was just a few days ago Seamus passed two years ago yeah. now almost two years ago so and yeah Redwood and, passed when I was 35 so yeah so that's that I know a long time ago really have like you know I mean yeah sweet and whatever but but he mostly stayed in my room and stayed with me and you know he didn't have like a super close relationship with him I mean right so it was just yeah. Wow. I, don't, I don't know what wow. you make. Of what does that mean to you? 
Well, what that, you know, it definitely feels like, um, like, uh, you know, it makes me think of it when in the Jewish religion, when somebody passes, uh, you know, you wear black armbands or you put a covering like a black covering over your mirrors so, so that you I'm not sure, exactly sure what why they do that so you're not focused on vanity is that what that's what it is I know I don't know Being I'm just making sense of it yeah that, who knows <laughs> <laughs> I should know I should know and, <laughs> you know, but, no, but definitely black feels like mourning it feels like I, yeah, it does yes yeah. and yeah. the candle you and know altar, in, like a like a like an altar it felt like to yeah. me I don't know what it was for him because it's his dream. Who knows? Beautiful, yeah. Like so, so honoring of my precious being, like this precious thing that was so precious to me. I love it. Honoring that just feels really special. Yeah. Yeah. And this is something I know you didn't see part one of this yet, but in part one of this episode, I I'm talking and I'm very excited to be talking about intuition because, um, you know. I had felt like, or I, ha I do feel like, of course I get lots of uh, numinous dream energy and guidance and mm -hmm. I've been paying attention to my dreams, but I don't know that anyone has ever been able to pass something to me telepathically. Although I always played those games as a little girl. Okay, what color am I thinking of? Right. You know, and then there's not very many color charts. That chance, one in that, that you can get it right. 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 Similarly, <laughs> what number between one and twenty? I always play games like that. I'm always yeah. interested in supernatural yeah. ways of communicating. So, um, <laughs> so that was. This feels similar in that your your housemate is dreaming for you. It's almost like. One of my dream teachers, Robert Moss, yours as well, talks about you can you can dream a good dream for someone else that you can share the um, the kind of psychic energy mm -hmm. with another. And I I didn't know that I and maybe I have I just couldn't think of any time really that I felt so connected. But what I was receiving wasn't my own stuff. It was this other woman's. Yeah, well, I that is so interesting, especially now because we there is such a collective consciousness, right? I yes. mean, some people call it the collective unconscious, but I, I don't. Yeah. And I really, I call it the collective con. Like, there's a certain yeah. consciousness that's happening. Yeah. Even if it is unconscious, <laughs> but for me, I experience it as like we're we're all sort of on about the same thing right now. Right. Like our entire world is kind of give or take Yes, on about like, especially with the pandemic and all yes. the details and all that that has affected and all that that is destroyed or created or whatever. Right. And, and we're all like, whoa, like, you know, a little bit like, how do we manage this and how do we manage ourselves and look climate change is it's, huge also or in mm. Afghanistan, you know, <sighs> it's endless. Yeah. Right? we're not going there but but my right. point being that right. you know i think it's easier um i think it's easier to tap into the collective right now yeah like it's to, to dream for somebody else because we're yes. all dreaming this i'm mean, we're not dreaming the same thing obviously we're dreaming for the collective it, 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 yeah it feels less i don't want to say like that ellen the collective conscious <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> the collective unconscious <laughs> 
yeah I tired of being told I'm unconscious Unconscious, and everyone else I don't know <laughs> I'm calling it that anyway yeah. yeah so anyway yeah I think sometimes yes. we think it's for ourselves you know it's like that when we share dreams we can relate so well right we can relate yeah, so well. it, for yes. example we just shared before we came on line here right. about things that we were both having regarding our hair and they were both about our hair well, being longer longer than it is what and if I <laughs> I would so say true. to you if it were my dream, which of course it was, right. when in my life did I have hair like that? Right. And that right. maybe there's something from that period of my life that's yeah needing my attention. Yeah, could be. I mean, yeah, you, yeah. Yours was very particular in a certain way, and it looked yeah different in, than mine, but still, just yeah. that, that just that, that collective theme. theme. But we, we 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 always talk about we'd like a theme. Yeah. So, super, super excited. And I would love to talk more about active imagination, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I I don't know that we'll have time because we're going to do Alan's dream. But I've been doing a lot of work in the liminal space between waking and sleeping. That's really become prayer time for me and, uh, and a healing space for me and a healing space I've co created you know, with all that is. And I would love to share that because I'll say this just really quickly, which is I've I've believed in prayer. I'm very faithful. You know, I mean, yes, hard things happen, but um, it was something I might want to yell at God about or like scold God about. You don't tell me when she dies. I tell you, you know. Or whatever, but but it's relationship. It's still in relationship. I never felt like, oh, there is no God. Life mm. is too hard. You know, mm-hmm. but it but it was relationship, but I was being the bratty child of Big G. <laughs> but um I was thinking, you know, I've always believed in prayer and the miracles that can come, but I was thinking, if I really believe in that, then shouldn't I be? really trying to manifest that in my in my mind because I mean we have this big brain you know people say we only have a certain percentage of it that we actually use and you know there's so much so much we can do in our own imaginations you know and um no one can tell us it's it's not real you know if it's real to you Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. I love that you've been doing that. And, um, you know, I recently came for a visit. Yay. Those of you who are listening, I came to New York and this guy and I visited together in person and she gave me this beautiful rock stone conglomerate thing. It's not, you know, it's hard to see so well, but it's so, I just absolutely love it. And she just randomly picked it out of a collection of rocks and just kind of felt like this was for me and it was it was to help me to get into that space too yes yes where I can connect with with spirits and connect with ancestors and things that are not so rooted on the earth plane which is where I mostly operate from Uh uh-huh uh-huh 
I really appreciate that. And I appreciate what you're doing so much. It's, it's very inspirational. So I'd love to, you know, maybe just continue as we go along to have more conversation. Okay. What that and uh, yeah, and I'm happy in, in, you know, future dream stream podcasts also to speak more about that, mm-hmm. but just as like a little enticement. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, a little it's, bit, like stay tuned for the next time. Cause we're yeah. for that juicy stuff. Because I really feel like I'm, I'm learning so much these days. I mean, I am learning so very, very much from different sources, from YouTube even, very much, you know, and from whatever. And so um, it's, it's very powerful to authenticate what I had been feeling that I needed to offer to the world as far as healing, like as far as prayer, you know, it's, it's so powerful to, um, as I said, co-create this space in my imagination and, you know, and then fill it with those whom I know need healing. And then when there's other steps to this, but one of them is when the healers, when the, when the wounded become the healers, and so after I prayed for, you know, this circle in my prayer cathedral, in my head, um, I have, and this is the third step, I have, I invite everyone to put healing intention into the middle of a circle. And then we send that out around the globe. So for, beautiful. You know, so and... Beautiful. I really believe in that power of that. Yeah. I believe in the power of that energy. I also do. Actually, I've been getting very into Anna Breitenbach, who is an animal communicator. She's, Hmm. what does she say? She's interspecies communication. Hmm. And, um, and it's, she's talking and the animals are answering. And, and she's, of course, they don't speak English, but, but she's receiving what they're offering in an image and then she translates what that means you know I mean if she had one example where she was talking to a leopard and she said oh you know she was saying he was so taken aback and then uh and then she described what the image was she said I had an image that I was walking I was abruptly stopped you know abruptly stopped you know, amazed or whatever she was conveying through this animal or he was conveying through her, I should say. Um, And that's exactly how I had experienced the intuition uh, that I shared in the beginning, which is in images. I got, my body felt, Mm. I felt sick. I felt like I was being tossed around on the waves I felt like my sailboat lost its rudder or whatever, you know, and um, and I, I really think I was receiving that. It was it wasn't my it wasn't it wasn't my feeling, but I felt the person that had sent it to me telepathically. I felt that um, you know, because I had so much more to say. What well, stop me now? I'll just pause because I want to get to your dream. Uh, but I'm super, super excited to be exploring. Yeah, well, 
Well, well, perhaps, perhaps, you know, our next time can be yes. focused on that. Like, actually, okay. yeah, because I, I do, th- it is enticing to me too. And I hope it's enticing to the listeners. As, to as do I. Yeah. Because I think not only can we heal ourselves with that, or at least just kind of get ourselves a little bit more centered, right? Yes. I mean, that's certainly for my own desire, my own longing yeah. to keep myself as grounded and centered yes. in my as possible because that's all I can really do exactly. I can't control what's happening around me at all yes. um, so I I love it personally and I think that yeah sending that energy out it's like we vibrate we pray that vibrates at a certain level we send that out, Here, here's, out. yeah exactly exactly that and here's what I was it's good for everybody earlier I feel like of course I've heard we are spiritual beings having a human experience yeah I've heard and that I love that yeah love it what did yeah. you say? I said, so I've heard that many times. Oh, yeah. I thought you may have said, you know, who, who's uh, quoted as saying that I don't know. But, yeah. um, but um, I, I, I start thinking like, like we're transistor radios somehow. We're mm. like transisting. Yeah. Yes. I think that's our, absolutely true. Something and, and I couldn't the, quite figure it. The clear, I'm going like this, the clear, you know, like the more available our antennas are, whatever, or open, which I think from going inside, yes, that connection and grounding and meditating and falling in, I think the more we can pick up and the more we can get out and the more we can receive. Yes. So, and this woman, Anna, who interspecies uh, communication, um, she says, you just have to tune in to like, she said, picture it's like a transistor radio. You have to just tune into baboon when you're going to be trying to communicate. Right, with right. Or like turn the dial and, <laughs> and, you know, black puma, you know, it's like, just have to, all these different wavelengths. Yeah, totally. totally. And uh, so, so cool vibrational healing and whatever yeah no I think I really yes big yes on all that yeah really really a cool thing and I why not let's do it next time like maybe go into a little bit of a meditation or something yeah yeah I I would love to share more about the journeys that I'm going on but um not not right now but I'd love to hear your dream okay so um uh, okay um it's funny i just i have these themes that (laughs) they're getting rather tiresome um which is interesting yeah i mean one of them is about one even just one of them is just about money like it's just you know it's about feeling like I have to keep working yeah. to, you know, I won't even go into the dream, but it's just about money. So I'm just going to like, let that dream go and just, okay. rest. Oh, I still have some mishugas, as we say, as, yes. as our people say about money. <laughs> so I'm working on that, you know, to have yeah. with it. And I, and I am, but just, so that was one dream and okay. work too much on that. Um, um, so this is a quickie. I'm at an art camp in the woods. And there was a, a big building kind of in the woods and it was um, 
I had set up all my art supplies on a big table in this big space. And there were a lot of tables around, which is another theme I've had also about art spaces and woods and art space. Those two things are often themes too. Um, And all of a sudden, all the people who were set up started to go downstairs into this other space and set up down there. And I was like, left by myself upstairs. Like I, I, I felt, you know, I was like, I felt abandoned. Um, like they were all trying to just get away from me. So oh. That's the whole dream. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And do you have a title for this dream? Um, where'd you go? Where'd you go? Where'd you go? All right, um, I'm gonna do this totally out of order. If this is my dream, I think I'm asking myself, my self capital S, where'd you go? Where did you go? Because I was looking for you. And I, and I felt abandoned without you. I need spiritual guidance in my life. I need a, a loving connection with my deity. You know, I, I, I rely on that. I rely on that. And so my first thought is just like talking to myself. Where'd you go? Actually, or or am I talking to God? You know, like where'd you go? It makes a lot of sense, particularly around my creative process. Okay, Um, because the creative process really, for me, it isn't about like oh, I'm going to make a picture of a horse or something, you know, and then because that's all in my mind, right? And then I try to do the. I don't work like that. I, I mean. I could, but I don't, and I don't judge that. It's just like, my, for me, art is a process. And so it's like, if, yeah. I'm, if I've abandoned myself or, you know, abandoned that sense of connection to God or a great or great spirit, you know, yes. and my art is going to be empty or I'm not yes. going to have inspiration. So I like that. I didn't think of that at all. Like I, I kind of thought of it as, you know, my, my abandonment issues, but that's yeah. so, right. I mean, obvious, you know, Jeremy Taylor says, there's many ways to interpret a dream, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's that too, possibly. If it's my dream, I feel like that's likely also possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do I have a sense of what kind of art I was setting up on that table? No, some kind of painting, but I don't know okay. what specifically. Okay. Painting, yeah, like, yeah, paint and brushes and things like that. Oh, right, the, the setup. Which so is something. I'm, I'm actually wanting to, I mean, I, I always paint, but um, I've been wanting to, I usually do watercolors and so it's on a table and it's kind of small and I've been really wanting to get on a can, like a big canvas. Oh, I love it. I'm trying to reorganize this space behind me, which is a little bit. I love it. Not organized. From chaos to creation. <laughs> I'd like to get a little less chaotic so that <laughs> I set up the space and feel yes. like like I can actually, you know, have my paints out and leave yes. everything out and just see what happens and Beautiful. try to touch in. So, you know, I think that, you know, the abandonment thing isn't real anymore. I mean, right. it, you know, sure, that's just kind of what happened. We, whatever. Yeah. So we all have some. Yeah, we, I think we all feel that. that. Yeah, we I are think- because we are, I mean, not abandoned, but we're even our incarnation into this global world the earth whatever is almost it's like an abandonment from the heavens you know that's yeah that's kind of the that's the creation theory right (laughs) i mean isn't it like you know the first oh when they're cast out of the garden 
the original, not the original sin, but you know, that we, 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 what are you Christian? It's not the original sin, (laughs) you know, and therefore, I don't know. I don't know what, what it's all about. (laughs) It's somewhere in the Bible. We were cast from the garden. Cast from the garden. And And I want to just say, because a lot of our sisters and brothers are Christian, but I want to just say that when my, how I've learned from mystical Judaism is when, so the earth is called Adama, and then Adam, Adam mm-hmm. is the first man yes. or earth being. Mm-hmm. And there's an idea that the word Selah, which can mean rib, it also means side. Mm-hmm. So when, you know, this Christian mythology that from, and it's probably Jewish, also mainstream mythology from the man's rib came the woman mm-hmm. but I have teachers who taught me from the you know side and side the the first human was split to be male and female he created them I mean that's from the bible mm-hmm. he created male and female he created them mm-hmm. and um so so and that's you know, women are not men's possession. We don't have to obey our husbands. And I'm sorry mm-hmm. if anybody disagrees with that. Yeah. But um, anyone that it might be an affirmation, I'm very glad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, that so, was a version, but, um, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. This is the, the, minor opinion you know like the the um real mystical minor opinions because they're they go a little bit out there yeah oh i don't mind that it's just that, yeah we just going went from something you know from where where were we and then we ended up <laughs> the original sin. Uh, yeah oh the original sin yes I so anyway, um i don't know how we got there but um <laughs> Uh, it's all interesting. The abandonment. That's where how we got there. Well, and I also think just on a purely sort of I don't know psychological level, like people in our gener of our generation, or you're a little bit younger, but still, like um, our parents were not what they are now. Like parents yeah. now are much more involved in their children's lives. Right. For the most part, ours I mean, ignored us. Ours weren't interested at all. Right, go play. It was like go outside. Sure, yeah. I'll call for you at six o'clock when it's exactly. dinner time. I had no idea what we were doing, who we were hanging out with. Yeah, your <laughs> mom or dad would call all yeah. the neighbors' houses to yeah, see. Right, or they dream. Yeah, Jessica. So anyway, I. I don't feel like I need to kind of go too much more into that, but I, I really like your, I like your interpretation. And I think the thing that's cool about dream dream interpretation or sharing dreams yeah. is the other perspective, other, which exactly. not more like I might say, mm, that's interesting. Yeah, that might not be something you jive to or not. It, but when it does, it's kind of like, ah, it yeah. is just, it's literally like taking another side of my own head and going, oh, over that way yes. that's interesting like I hadn't thought about that and that actually feels like a potential truth so thank you I like that well and what you just said actually brings me back to talking about this whole um imaginal realm which mm-hmm. I think 
uh, now is that what Robert Moss calls it? Or that was like Jung and then Robert Moss calls it something sembling similar, active imagination. Uh, and I think Robert he calls Moss. it imaginal realm and Jung calls it active, active imagination. Oh, okay. It was one or the other. <laughs> so um, I had in June, back in June, I had dreamed that um, that I was doing healing work in my head. I, uh, many of our viewers know I have MS and unfortunately sometimes I fall and the worst of it is if I fall and bang my head. And, and thankfully that doesn't always happen, but it has happened. And it happened, I guess I had like <laughs> my poor skull. <sighs> I had a bang on the head and it was a bump and it was painful to the touch. And I dreamed that I was in an imaginal realm, a healing. Did I dream it was an imaginal realm? I don't know, maybe not. Maybe I just dreamed that I was doing like healing on my head. And, um, and that led me quite possibly to then create this healing cathedral um, to offer prayer to others. And um, I think I'm not gonna talk about my, I'll tell you, <laughs> sorry, listeners. I, cause some things we just shouldn't talk about, I feel, keep it sacred. You know, similarly, some dreams aren't meant to be um, worked on. Some yeah. dreams are just like, yeah, that was really, you know, intense. And I don't want to even touch it. I want you to just have it to, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, meditate on. So, well, I, uh, yeah, so, I just, what I, can I just respond to that? Yes, please. <laughs> just so the cool thing about that is um, that you, you, you've been doing this amazing healing work on the conscious level because right. of a dream that you had. Like, right. that's so cool. I know. I know. Right? I love that. I love that I can lead us. Great, June. It's a couple months ago. So yeah. this, that's, that's about right. I mean, it's like, I keep working on and, and I keep seeing it in different forms. So I, I don't mind. I'd love to share about the prayer cathedral, but it's what comes next, which I'll be happy to share with you, Ellen, or, or listeners possibly, you know, in a little bit of time. We'll figure it out for next time. We'll we figure it out. But, um, you know, with this cathedral, like, I didn't know, like, should I build it in my mind out of stone? like a like ancient architecture or like uh you know beautiful church or whatever mm -hmm. and um and then i i tried that one night and then I, as i'm saying I, i'm learning so much it's true so then i was learning no it needs to be in a grove of trees and so then it became that and then well that wasn't really uh it either <laughs> now it's it's kind of wrapped with like silk around the whole thing, purple. And like, I think it has also like a royal red color. Now it's like the Mishkan <laughs> that I'm traveling through the desert of life with. Wow. Um, and it's, and it's, I also have a very special person, Anna, who I keep talking about in this podcast. Um, who I've, I've watched a number of the documentaries about her 
interspecies communication. And she also though, she also does it with bugs. She does it with plants. You should see her work she did at Findhorn. You know, um, she is very uh, in tune with all of nature. And um, so she's sitting by a stream or sit, sitting you know, at, a, at a bed of a stream and she picks up a big oblong stone and she's gonna stand it up and she just goes to stand it up. And I've tried doing some stone things before. And you know, you do it, you do it, you do it until you get it. Nope, first try, whoop. And it was standing and it was perfect. She was really in the flow. So I, I, she was outside of this prayer cathedral. So the stream and then up from there is where, and now I see I need to do more with stones around this prayer cathedral or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, I keep changing, I keep learning, you know, and um, yeah. And I think it's personal too, right? Just it's your, it's your own personal inner experience. And oh, absolutely, absolutely. The soul is needing, what does it need to feel yeah. like whatever, safe, held, connected, all of that. So whether it's colors or textures or parts yeah. of nature, you know, like, right, that's cool. And that you yeah. just keep trying things. Yeah, right, you just keep trying different things. And there's been people who just wander in to the prayer cathedral. Mm -hmm. Oh, hi, I didn't expect to see you here today. Cool. And then I offer them, mm -hmm. you know, and as I'm saying, it's so cryptic, whatever, I'm learning so much. But like, for instance, I'm learning that I need to not only pray for the people, I need to greet them, every single one, eye to eye, to say namaste, you know, or, mm. or a silent bow, as Anna says, you know, I need to, to address them. I can't just stick yeah. them in the, the prayer cathedral. Like there's, there's yeah. a lot that needs. A so person. it's personal. Yeah. Become yes. more personal yeah. connection. Yeah. 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 Yes. So when one last thing about this, or maybe it might be the last thing I say about this, but um, so I, was quite a deadhead in my younger years in the you know late 80s early 90s you know and you then, still are so don't even well, try to hide that well that's even that has to do with the long hair and the tree it's beckoning, <laughs> me, beckoning me back to my younger years so um so at at one point so anyone who goes to a show they know you know there's the first set and then there's intermission and there's the beginning of the second set but then they pause for drums and space and so I had a lot of fun at drums I mean I know I I am a little bit handicapped but you can still dance and there's that wonderful lyric and I they actually Dead and Company actually played this song um and if I can't dance I will crawl across the floor if I can't dance I'll crawl and I'm like yes mm -hmm. <laughs> love it awesome love it yes so, this was during space and i was sitting down and the full moon is rising and and this was in bethel woods this is the place of the original woodstock and um full moon is rising and so i'm listening to space i didn't feel like moving the body at that moment i was just staring at the moon and i thought well i'm not going to get home till super late tonight 
and I'd probably be too tired to do the prayer cathedral. But I, I decided I did a, a meditation with intention. I wish there was a way to like combine those two words. <laughs> probably not because that's the opposite of meditation. It's like bringing the ego mind into it. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, the brain and the mind. <laughs> right. 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 And uh, so, so uh, I was just meditating. I, you know, created the prayer cathedral as it has evolved to be. And I was saying my prayers for whomever. And, um, and then I didn't do the second piece of it. But then I was like, okay. And when I looked away from the moon, from my meditation, there was a, a, a couple had brought their dogs with them, which may or may not have been the best thing for the dogs who have such good hearing, but I'm not making any judgment. And when I turned around, I saw one of the dogs just staring at me with such tranquility in its eyes and its gaze. And I was like, okay, this is probably like the first step, get into this real deep place before communicating with the animal. You need to be there to hear their messages, sure. Sure. right? So, um, and I felt like, wow, this dog, like love from this animal, like it was like we understood each other in that moment. Mm. sweet I just <laughs> want to say and this is just kind of funny this is just for laughs that um you know I used to take a lot of acid that was always part of my the um you know hallucinogenics were always part of my grateful dad years young as I was but um you know I don't do that anymore I'll smoke marijuana but I'm trip but I felt like I was like saying to my friend I was like I feel like, and I've never believed in this before because it's never happened before, but I feel like I'm having a flashback. You know, I really felt like I was really high on not anything that I had, you know, consumed. And um, then I realized I'm, I'm in between, I'm switching medicines. So I'm getting off of one medicine. And I remember when I got on that medicine, the adjustment for my body to acclimate to it, I was so dizzy and so like spacey. And, um, and I think similarly, now that I'm getting off of it, I've been having like half of a pill every couple of days. Um, I was feeling that way, but it was funny to then attribute it to a flashback. <laughs> it felt like that, but and I, I, I realized. It was, and I don't know. I don't really know how flashbacks actually work, but maybe it was a flashback. <laughs> maybe, but I think, I think that just the, the transition for me, my body um, mm -hmm. had, had did its dreamy work on my body <laughs> and my mind. So that was wonderful. I had a really good time at the show. Sounds, sounds like a wonderful experience. Sounds fun. Yes. Mm, special. So is there anything you would like to know about the dream you shared? No, not really. Oh. I feel like we we hit upon what felt, feels important about it. Yeah, wonderful. And your reason for saying why you like doing dream work so much, it's exactly what I would say about group dream work because the more people, the more perspectives. Right. So, you know, it's like, well, this nurse says this about the physical body and 
this writer has this to offer and oh, this artist or whomever, or mm -hmm. teach this teacher, whomever. And, um, and just things that I wouldn't even think of because it's not coming from my own experience. But then I have that aha, mm -hmm. the aha moment. And that's- Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A wonderful thing about it's, doing- yeah, Exciting work. actually to have a different perspective other than the one that you can, you always have, right? Because yeah. you're in yes. your mind. So you're yeah. always have that same thought yeah. perspective on a thing. And I think we've gotten to the point where we're doing dream work in our dreams. <laughs> it's like, I, I, every now and then I'm like, having a dream I'm like oh no, like a different part of myself is like that's an interesting symbol <laughs> you know that <laughs> what do you think that means <laughs> the dream within the dream within the dream right, right. Yeah. so well what do you think Ellen should we stop this podcast yeah, I, I do have other dreams, but I don't, I think it doesn't seem right to go on with them. I feel okay. like we, we've kind of, um, we, we did a bunch. We did a bunch. Yeah. Uh, we could also end this and then jump right into episode 75 and <laughs> share more dreams. We could do that. Would you want to? Uh, I don't know. Why don't we just finish up and then we can discuss. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So um, no, just thank you listeners and thank you, Ellen, for listening mm -hmm. to my process. And like, I know, I know, what did you say? You said something, woo-woo. You said woo, like you you introduced me to that phrase, woo-woo. Like woo-woo, like, like out there, yeah. Out there. So <laughs> I know this sounds woo-woo, <laughs> but I also, I think there's a lot more to a human being than just the physical and oh then God. that's not woo woo to me that's no that's not woo woo but what i mean to say is beyond beyond physical beyond or i don't know yeah. if it's beyond the soul or within the soul you know i just believe that there's there's so much here and what i found myself saying at the dead end company show to uh, what i loved about it is so many generations of people mm -hmm. So like even above my generation, my parents' generation, it's like the, the original hippies, right? And then I was born in 1970 and then there was us. And then the, you know, and then there would have been like whomever and then uh, next, next. There were so many parents there with their teenage son or her twin teenagers, or I think all, all the kids were teenagers. A girl was there with her father or maybe even her grandfather, I don't know the relation. And um, that felt just amazing mm. that they could be sharing it all with each other. But yeah. I found myself saying um, to one young woman and her mom, they we were talking, they were, they were thanking me for something. I think I probably got out of the line somewhere and let them ahead. And they thanked me and I said, I said, what, what we learn here in the dead community or elsewhere too is to be kind be kind. And I said to the young woman, and why not be kind? You know, we always hear like, oh, you don't know what somebody else is going through. Well, yeah, but not, not even for that reason. Just be kind for kindness sake. Right, right. Be not kind for because you have a kind heart. Right. You know, right. and yeah, you know, so maybe it'll get you there to think, 
well, we don't know what someone else is going through. But then there's the, even a deeper, you know, reason to be kind for yeah. its own sake. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah. so great. That's, that's a good point. That's a really good point. It doesn't have to be for any reason, just because. I learned that from Anna. She said, like, be thankful to the fish for its own sake. And then I brought it farther in my mind that, you know, I might have in the past said, thank you for offering your life that I can eat. You know, this is how it helps me. Thank mm -hmm. you for your sacrifice to me. But yeah, it doesn't, there's something even higher than that. It has nothing to do with me. Right. It's like the isness. The isness. Right. The isness of kindness. Thank you for your being fish. Right. And Just, then if I'm going to eat you, that's another, that's a different thing, but that's not where we should feel. Not right. should, no shoulds, no shoulds. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we might feel thankful when we're eating, mm -hmm. getting strength and eating something yummy, but yeah. um, even if we hadn't had anything to do with right. it. Just the, the existence of the fish. Yeah. Yeah. So Anna sure. taught me that. That's another of the things that I'm learning so much these days. Right, it's wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. It feels like you're really deepening and deepening your practice and deepening your kind of experience of the unseen world. Yeah. Wonderful and, uh, you know, yeah, that always inspires me. So, yeah. So, well, thank you so much, Ellen, for sharing your dream. And again, I apologize for our misconnect with oh. our meeting up to do this. No worries, no worries. Okay. Yeah, I just, I think I just want to say about that. We, you know, we had a little miscommunication and about our timing. And, and I think that the reason that I was upset was because I was, I was just disappointed. You were in pottery class. I just, no, no, I wasn't in pottery class. Oh, I, oh but I, you were. What I was saying was, had I known that we weren't going to meet, oh, I, pottery, oh. I made a commitment because I thought we were going to meet. So I was upset about that, but I was really just disappointed because I wanted to hang out with you. Yeah, I, <laughs> I wanted to do this. That's the all. I just thing is one will send a message to the other and the other won't read it possibly till the next day. And yeah. Think, well, uh, yeah. Today. Too, many, too many avenues of communication, right? I know. Email. I know messenger there's this and then you know yeah it's too many different things so that's not anything anybody uh, any of our listeners no, to worry about but not necessary to we'll worry about amongst ourselves amongst ourselves so <laughs> listeners of course we're very glad that you joined us in our exploration and uh also regularly welcome you to um email me i think uh there is a Dreamstream link or page rather on Facebook and you can message me directly and we can, we can do other people's dreams as well. Mm. And I look forward to that. I hope that will be. Yeah. Yeah. That's always fun. Yeah. A whole different, a whole different psyche. <laughs> yeah. That, and again, tapping into the collective unconscious. I mean, conscious. <laughs> I might, I might title this. I'm going to title this episode The Collective Conscious. It's perfect. Okay, Alan. Hey, Iska. Wonderful to hang with you as usual and see you next time, listeners, hopefully. And listeners, a holomode metukim.
Sweet dreams. Dreams. Bye.